Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning there, Max. All by yourself? Lonesome self? All by myself. Just like you like it. (laughs) (laughs) Brett Favre, guys, was uh, on WNSP in Mobile, Alabama, and said, and this is a quote, I think we may have seen the last of Aaron in Green Bay. I don't know that's certain. It's just a gut feeling. He may try his hand somewhere else now. Obviously, Favre. Uh, I mean, listen, to my eyeballs, I thought Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback they ever had better than Favre. But Favre did go to, was electric and great and an Iron Man and went to two Super Bowls. Rodgers has been to one and also won one like Rodgers. And Favre led the Packers to the playoffs in 11 of his 16 seasons. Um, here's more from Favre. I knew um, that, that he was uh, ready to move in a different direction. In ex- well, or that I was ready to move in a different direction. Um, or excuse me, that they, Evan? Or was it they? Or Yeah, I knew. He- this, is what it- this is what I'm reading, okay, guys? And you, you decipher it. I knew that. He were ready to move in a different direction, Favre said in explaining the circumstances surrounding his departure from Green Bay. I think it was just time in their minds to see what we can do with Aaron. So the he really means they. He's referring to the Packers. He's talking about the end of his tenure with the Packers, that the Packers wanted to move in a different direction when Favre left because they wanted to try it with Aaron. But and I think what he's talking about is the difference between that situation and this situation where the Packers were preparing for the end of Aaron Rodgers and then looked at Jordan Love and go, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. The way Aaron's playing, we ain't ready to move on. So that's the difference. They had a guy that they wanted to hand the ball to with Rodgers. That's why Favre left. In Rodgers' case, they don't have a guy they want to hand the ball to. They want Rodgers to keep the ball. So he so. Rodgers is the guy making the the decision, in other words, not the Packers. Well, the reason that they moved on from Favre was because they had a guy in Rodgers as Favre would have one foot in and one foot out. Uh One, you know what I'm saying, every week or every year he was, I don't know, I don't this, I I haven't decided, I'll let you know. He played the game even though he had drafted Favre. And then at that point they said, you know what, I don't have time to deal with this. You go ahead, we're just going to go with the other guy. In this case – We've only seen one year of, I don't know, okay, I'll do it from Aaron Rodgers. I think if Aaron Rodgers does this back and forth, back and forth sort of deal, under this same contract situation, then they would eventually move on. But the, the, he, got a con, he got them in a bind where Favre didn't have them in a bind. Right, that's what because of, because of the contract. That's the only difference well, is the contract because they didn't know if Aaron Rodgers was going to be Aaron Rodgers. They just got tired of Favre and said, you know what, whatever happens, happens. They did, and it turned out it became Aaron Rodgers. Where Jordan Love, they're not 100% sure, but Aaron Rodgers isn't giving them any, any wiggle room. He's kind of got them his hands around their throat and not giving them any wiggle room to make that decision based on the way his contract is structured. 
Mm, Jay, seems to me like in Rodgers, they're like, ooh, this dude is the goods. We can move on from Favre. And in Jordan Love, they're like, whoops. And Rodgers is still playing at a great level. I mean, look, I, this, this whole thing comes down to communication to me. And I think as long as there's communication between Aaron Rodgers, Brian Gutekunst, and they continue to work on that relationship, then everything else will take care of itself. I, I, I guess I know that we always are in amazed by Aaron Rodgers' quarterback talent, which it really is. But the Max, the more I hear Aaron Rodgers say things, with the exception of the last sound that we heard from him yesterday saying, I'll make a quick and swift decision, I, I really started to question the, the leadership of Aaron Rodgers over this past year. And maybe that doesn't translate to in the locker room. Just when I hear mixed messaging around that, like I, I start worrying about, okay, like what kind of leader are you if there's not one constant message about how you're going about your business? Meantime, guys, there is some breaking news. We're always looking for little clues here in the Kedia to figure out what people are going to do. The Broncos are hiring... Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach. The Broncos. The Brad Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network was first to report. Key, what does that mean to you? Is that the first piece in getting Aaron Rodgers to Denver? What it means to me is that Eric Bieniemy probably will get shot out again this year. But to, 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 to move past that, it could be. It just depends on what the relationship what was the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett? Uh, did they have a relationship? Did he deal with him? I know he had the title as offensive coordinator, but who was calling the plays? Was it Matt LaFleur? Was he the game plan? Like, how, I, where's the relationship at? Because I haven't heard Aaron Rodgers mention uh, Nathaniel Hackett in any of his <laughs> post-game interviews or anything that I can find where I've heard him talk about Matt LaFleur. Jay, I, I don't know what that means, man. I, this whole thing to me, the way Aaron Rodgers said it before, is a beautiful damn mystery. Like, I, I can't – it's every move now, it seems like for organizations, it's going to be somewhat calculated key. But, like I, like, I don't know what their relationship is. Well, here's interesting. Okay, let's go to hoops, though, basketball. Did Aaron Rodgers tell the Denver Broncos – I'll tell the Green Bay Packers to trade me to Denver if you hire Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. Did he tell him that? Well, here is something that Aaron Rodgers said Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show. Ready for this? Dun, dun, dun. This is a quote. This is a little overdue, to be honest. He's been around the game a long time, referring mm. to Nathaniel Hackett. Mm. What he did in Jacksonville, I think, was pure magic getting them within a quarter of the Super Bowl. He's a great coach. I love spending time with him. He's a fantastic teacher. He's incredible in front of the room. Guys, sometimes, mm. like Jay plays chess. Key, you play chess? Yes, the big right. thing with the man. We should have left with that. I didn't if, know he said that about him. If you see someone clear out the space between the king and the rook, they're planning on castling. Like, it ain't that complicated. Guys, okay. Plan on how castling. many... How many Different spots are there. We're looking in the AFC, right? Miami's not what it was. It doesn't look as good. Cleveland is not a a sexy destination, but on top of that, 
It's also not the same team it was. Tennessee is a very interesting thought key. Yeah. I think that is like a stalking horse maybe. Like we should keep our eye on it because it would make them a great team, but we have no indication that Rodgers wants to go to Tennessee. Rodgers' lady is tied to Denver, right? Like there was a lot of speculation about that because I believe her family is from Denver. I could be wrong about that. I believe that's the case, or Colorado. West Coast. The point is they're hiring a guy he's very high on that's wow. his O.C., that's going to be the OC there. Guys, ah, it looks like an early indication he's heading to the Broncos. Evan, do me a favor. Explain to me in great detail how can Aaron Rodgers get to the Denver Broncos based on the way he and the Green Bay Packers put this contract together, restructure? Yeah. So, by the way, just to finish off something Max said, Shailene Woodley, uh, Aaron Rodgers' um, fiance now, lives in Boulder, Colorado, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like an hour from Denver. So she does have a house there. Uh, key to your point, Aaron Rodgers, basically, when he came back to the Packers last year in training camp, reworked his deal so that he would be a free agent after the 2023 season which would give some impetus to the Green Bay Packers to trade him this offseason because if they do not, and he goes out and probably wins his third MVP in a row, like then he would could demand a lot on the open market. They could franchise tag him, but I think, you know, I don't know if part of the agreement is they can't franchise tag, tag him at that point either. There's like a lot of things that he did to rework his contract to be a free agent after next season. So if the Packers want to get something for Aaron Rodgers, their two-time MV, two-time reigning MVP, which will be, you know, in a couple of weeks probably, that's how he'll do it. That's how he'll get to the Broncos because after next season he can go anywhere for for free. So after the 2020 uh, two 2022 season, season he can right. walk out the door. In 2023, yes. yes. In yes. 2023. So I they mean, might they- as well move on from him. If he wants to go. There's Got it. been speculation in the in some of the local Denver media that wherever Hackett wound up coaching, that's where Rodgers would wind up going. And by the way, speculation that Devontae Adams would go with him. Now, I, you know, I get they can franchise Devontae, but if they lose Aaron Rodgers, is that something they're going to do? I This is this just got... Ooh, it's juicy. It's right up Max's alley. Oh, you know oh. it. Oh, the germs. Delicious. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max... We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Much more, much more on this breaking news. I think it's significant. Nathaniel Hackett, OC of the Denver Broncos. Rodgers loves the guy. Does that mean that's where Rodgers is heading? Much more on this. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
There is some breaking news. The Broncos are hiring Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach. Was that the first piece in getting Aaron Rodgers to Denver? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Say, play ESPN. It pops up on your smart speaker. Download the podcast. We're on ESPN 2, and we are joined by the great Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst, who's giving you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Big Wood. What's up, baby? Uh, where, man, I, like, where, where, no. where the hell you guys at, man? We, now y'all don't want to be in studio? We in Connecticut. We, we in Bristol, su- man. We supposed to be chopping it up, man, and y'all in, in, in Bristol. Come on, man. Yeah, I had, to, I had to get up to Bristol early because the East Coast is getting hit with a snowstorm, and I got some obligations in Bristol mm-hmm. that I need to take care of before uh, the snowstorm, you know, and I wanted to make sure I can get up here. But, look, I heard you talking to Max about your SAT scores and stuff like that, and then I was <laughs> saying, well, wait a minute, man. Boy. You two dudes are both the guys that used the Rick Singer to get into college, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hey, don't hate on us, man, because yeah. things came easy. Yeah. Whatever That's how it is. Right? Curse <laughs> of the gifted, right? Side, right the side wouldn't. door That's y'all right. went through. Y'all went through the side door. So, Takes money to make money, Max. Listen listen to this. I want Just your reaction to this. I think this is enormous breaking news. Mm-hmm. First on Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show, Rodgers – well, let me – Nathaniel Hackett is now the offensive coordinator of the Denver Broncos, okay? Was with the Packers, now with the Broncos. Well, I mean, he's going to be the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Sorry, sorry, the head coach of the Broncos. Yes. Excuse me. The offensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers, Nathaniel Hackett, head coach of the Broncos. Now, this is Aaron Rodgers' quote on Tuesday on the Pat McAfee Show. This is a little overdue, to be honest. He's talking about Nathaniel Hackett. He's been around the game a long time. What he did in Jacksonville, I think, was pure magic. Getting him within a quarter of the Super Bowl. He's a great coach. I love spending time with him. He's a fantastic teacher. He's incredible in front of the room. What's this hire mean to you, D-Wood? Well, I mean, listen, I know that people are going to connect the dots. Obviously, we know the, we know the situation with Aaron Rodgers and, and Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers hold all the all the leverage in this situation, so he could easily find his way out of Green Bay uh, this offseason. But let me tell you something, man. What's the easiest road to get to the Super Bowl if you, if you're Aaron Rodgers? I'm not going to the AFC. Do you see these these dogs in the AFC? Are you talking about in the AFC West? You got to deal with Pat Mahomes twice a year. Justin Herbert twice a year, Derek Carr twice twice a year, and oh by the way, you got Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. You want to deal with that? Like, no, come on, dog. I'm like, I would tell Nathaniel Hackett, "Hey, bro, man, it's been good. We've been, we've had a good relationship. It's nice knowing you, but I need to stay my behind in the NFC where I have a better opportunity mm-hmm. to get to the Super Bowl." Mm-hmm. Mm. Dude, so what? Do- what do you think is actually going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? Like, where do you think he stays? Probability that he stays in Green Bay. Listen, if he had any sense, he would stay in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. If he had any sense, you would stay in Green Bay. Look what's going on in, in the division right now, okay? Chicago just hired a new, uh, new general manager. They're, they're going to hire a new coach. They got Justin Fields. Okay, it is what it is. Minnesota, they just hired a new general manager. So they're still they're rebuilding things there. Detroit, you know, Dan Campbell going in the second year. 
It's a rebuild project in Detroit. Why in the world would I leave Green Bay? Like what? Like if, if somebody could explain it to me, let me know something that, that I'm not seeing. Because, again, if the objective is to win a Super Bowl, we always talk about with Aaron Rodgers, his legacy, how there's different rooms in the Hall of Fame. If you're trying to add to your legacy, give yourself another chip, I'm not going to the AFC. And in my own division, there's chaos in my own division. The easiest path is with the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it is. Wood, there's no question about it. But if you don't want to be there for other reasons outside of football, you look at a place like Denver, and I know what you mean by the AFC, but I'm Aaron Dam Rodgers. And on top of that, I know what you mean by the division. Now, when we start stacking up the division, right, and we start looking at team by team within the AFC West, follow me here. The Chargers are a good team. But are they a great team? Is the head coach good? Is he really good? Because he's been there. He may squander Justin Herbert's first several years before he gets fired based on what we've seen from him in his first year. And then when you look at the Raiders, we like Derek Carr. But do we love what the Raiders and how the organization and everything is, and they don't even know who they coach and general manager going to be, and if they like Carr, they got to fix their secondary. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Now, the one caveat <laughs> is Kansas City. <laughs> okay. well, the caveat. It's a big, it's a big caveat. Like the, like the gorilla in the room? <laughs> yes, but, here, but here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. If you go back and you look at the Kansas City Chief games against the Denver Broncos, Wood, if they had a quarterback outside of Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, are those games different? Are those games different? He's because with those two quarterbacks, they were not far off from the Chargers or the Raiders. That's all I'm saying. Uh, listen, Keith, let me tell you something. The one thing I was really good at was math, probability, statistics, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you think about probability, what's your probability if you're Aaron Rodgers, you, if you stay in Green Bay, what's your probability, your chance of getting back? To the playoffs? Yes. 100%. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> As opposed to the Denver Broncos. Now, listen, Denver has weapons. They got weapons. There's, like, there's no denying that. They got nice defense. They got weapons. But, again, you're talking about the AFC West, one of the toughest divisions in football, and then the teams out the teams outside of the division in the conference, that's what you're it, dealing it would with. Be, it would be arguable. It would be in the conversation for greatest quarterback division in history with those four dudes. Derek Carr is bringing up the rear. He's pretty good for right. the being the fourth out of four. Uh, Justin Herbert, the way his first two seasons went, or I'm not sure that Aaron Rodgers is better than Justin Herbert next year. Maybe. Maybe not. Patrick Mahomes, I take over Rodgers right now. I mean, like, you go into that division, gangster, versus the NFC North. He makes a good point. He has also brought up, though, Tennessee or a team, you know, like, in other words, a team that you look at, you go, they're ready to win. That's a quarterback short. What about a team like Tennessee? Well, I mean, listen, I always said when you're talking about the postseason, the playoffs, everything starts within the division, right? And again, just evaluate what's going on in the division in the AFC South, arguably the weakest division in football. Mm. You got the, the Colts. They don't have a quarterback. Jacksonville, they're still trying to find their way. Houston's a mess. 
So if you're talking about a team that could that, that could just eat up that division and give yourself the inside chance, inside shot to get the number one seed in a conference, I mean that you know the Titans would be a, a, a you know appealing spot, especially with Mike Vrabel as your coach. I mean that that would make sense. I don't know if they would make a move like that, but hell, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill. Who you picking? Like hmm. and, and Big Wood. Let's remember a couple of years ago. I mean, they Mike Brabel tried to make a run at Tom Brady. And speaking of Tom Brady, what? Do, how do you see things planning out for TB12? Well, you know, I always try to listen to you know words, key things that people say. And um, and when Tom Brady had that, he did the podcast with, with Jim Gray. One one word really stuck out to me: satisfied. Satisfied. Think about that. When you talk about the greats, like the greatest of the greatest, Never. you know, jo- the Jordans, the Tigers, you know, Serena, Tom, you never hear them say satisfied. Satisfied means like, okay, job well done. I, I've done what I, all I can do. You just never hear that from them. For, so for me to hear that from Tom, the guy who always says the best ring is the next ring. Mm. That just sounded like alarms just went off in my head. Like it might, it might really happen this time. Yeah, it's like B. It's like D. Wood at Thanksgiving. If it, you ask him in the middle of the meal, he's not satisfied. It means he's still going. Oh, I, I no, can't go man, as hard as I used to. Well, man. when D. Wood says I'm satisfied, it means the meal is over. It's no. over. It's over. That's it's right. Done. What What you think about Sean Payton moving on, man? How surprised were you that he stepped down and now next year? I'm assuming like everybody else, that he's going to be the Dallas Cowboy coach if it goes south with the Cowboys this year. I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised that Sean Payton, you know, walked away from the situation because, listen, there was no guarantee. They don't have – like, what's the quarterback situation? In this in this climate that we're in, if you don't have a quarterback, you have no shot. Let's just be honest. Everyone saw what happened in the divisional play. I was like, damn, did you see the quarterback play in the divisional round? Like, if you don't have a guy, you're you don't have a shot. And so we know, like Jameis Winston's coming back off the ACL, he's gonna get he's gonna get a lot of attention in free agency. I'm telling you that right now. We know the cap situation. We know that the Saints have been dealing with a cap situation, you know, for a long time. But I just think Sean Payton said, "Look, I don't have a quarterback here." And last year was exhausting dealing with, you know. Um, What's in the Taysom Hill and, and and all the other quarterbacks that they had to to you know to use Simeon so, yeah yeah you know Simeon like does he does he want to deal with that <laughs> obviously he not want to deal with that and and he made oh, the right move D Wood let me let me add a little more a uh, few more a little fuel to the fire here right ready all for right. this Kimberly A Martin our very own reporter extraordinaire tweeted league sources have said. Aaron Rodgers has interest in Denver, provided a Green Bay coach is there, i.e. Nathaniel Hackett or Luke Getze. What? Well, i.e. is Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, sometimes it's we don't have to overthink things. <laughs> it looks like they're laying the foundation. I got to tell you guys, I respect that from Aaron Rodgers to go right in, if it is that. D. Wood, what you just said, to go right into the teeth of it, to a division with Mahomes and Justin Herbert. And to, good for him. Don't run from the comp, run to it. But, but well, listen, Big Wood, can it, I only ask you a question, though? Yeah. How about that O-line, man? 
Like that O line is is not a good O line. If you're Aaron Rodgers, you're going to leave your O line to go to something like that. Well, the Green Bay O line wasn't all that great. I mean, listen, you know, David Bakhtiari was 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 out, you know, basically all year, and so I think that I think that's a wash. But here's why I would say if Aaron Rodgers make that move to Denver, it's great for us. Oh, it is great for us to watch on television. So if if that's the case. Let's get it. Great Damian Woody, ladies and gentlemen, from one BC alum to another. Auburn head coach Bruce Pearl is with us now. Good morning, coach. Good morning, guys. How's, how's everybody? Good, What's man. up, my man, BP? How you doing? What's up, Jay Will? What's going on, big boy? I'm doing good, man. Hey, congratulations on what you've been able to achieve with the program. Number one in the country. How's that road been thus far? You know, the guys, uh, we had uh, 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 the best freshman in the country, and Jabari Smith, um, and four transfers come in that have made a huge difference. And the returning guys, they, they welcomed them with open arms. And we put this thing together, and, and uh, we're competitive. <laughs> so you guys were in the Final Four just three years ago. How much do you think that experience really helped you guys recruiting this team, BP? Because, you know, how you recruit in this game, Bruce, is everything. And you've been able to do that exceptionally well. History tends to repeat itself, Jay. And so, um, you know, I think these kids saw the guys that came before them that were three and four stars and not McDonald's All-Americans. We didn't have a single McDonald's All-American on that final four team. And some of these actually better players said, man, if those guys can go to Auburn and get to a final four, what about us? And, hmm. and that's kind of what's happened to us over the last couple of years. Coach, how have you really, like, turned – the Auburn basketball program around when it's known as a War Eagle football program. We are a football program. We're, we're a football school, and, and we're proud of it. And, and we're a spring football school. Um, but I, I like to say we're also an everything school. And one of the things that gave me confidence when I came to Auburn is I looked all I looked at the baseball program, soccer program, and golf and tennis and other things. And Auburn was winning. We just weren't winning in men's basketball. And so no man rises to low expectations. Um, and, and let's face it, when you, you know, everybody loves a winner, right? So um, we won a lot of games and we created a, a great home court advantage uh, at Auburn Arena. It's known as the jungle and it's, it's lit. Well, look at you saying lit. Okay, Bruce, I see you. Uh, Bruce Pearl, head coach of the Auburn Tigers, number one team in the country, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. PP, I have to ask this because it's been something that's been trending on social media over the last couple of days. Obviously, Chris Mack fired at Louisville. You have been at predominantly football schools that you've turned into major nationally recognized basketball programs, but you've never been at a basketball first school. How do you feel about your name being tied or linked to an opportunity to coach U of L? Hey, Will, I was at a basketball school. I was, I was at. Uh, uh, I was in Tennessee. Yeah, I, I hear. And that was a, I hear. You're right. <laughs> and I, now it was a women's basketball school, but it was it was a basketball school. Uh, so uh, you know, it, it's uh, uh, you know, listen. When you win, you know, folks are worried you're gonna you're gonna leave, and, and when when you're losing, they're packing your bags. You know, so <laughs> we're either coming or going. You know, coaches are leased. Look, Auburn is a fabulous place, and, and, and it's been the best place, Jay, that I've ever been where I can develop players. It's a small college town. 
the kids coming here to grind. They're around other student athletes that are trying to grind. And um, we're about an hour and a half from Atlanta. And uh, the, 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 there's a lot of good players. As you know, Jay, there's a lot of good players in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So give me, give me the blueprint, Bruce. How, how have you been able to turn this into a top-tier basketball program? Well, honestly, um, you know, really as I've gotten older and, and, I, and, and my faith has grown stronger, all right, guys, let's do the best we can to do what we're going to do today. What are the things we're going to do today that, that God might bless, to give us a chance to be blessed? Um, and that's sort of been the foundation of it. And then the, 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 the idea that um, we got a long way to go. I mean, we got to continue. Teams that get better throughout the season, that continue to, you know, are the other four guys better because you're out there with them? What are you doing to make them better? Um, and, and I think, and then the last thing more than anything, and, and, and Keyshawn, you, you probably, and Jay would understand this, would be, um, um, are you loving your teammates? Are you guys really boys? Are you really close? Because when you think of your life's greatest accomplishments, you did them with friends, you did them with family, and and we've just got these guys. Max, not that you wouldn't understand it, Max, I know you'd understand it, <laughs> but it's, it's, like, it's like these guys like playing together. They like playing together. Makes sense. Trying to understand it. Not exactly, but these guys will explain it to me later, Coach. Uh, Coach, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for jumping on with us this morning. Congratulations. And best of luck. Congratulations, too, so far. We got to keep going. But, Max, I feel bad. I mean, here I am. Why am I doing this to you? You take so much crap from Stephen A. every day, and I'm going to sit there and jump on it. I'm why am I going there? You're one of my favorites. Well, I appreciate that, Coach. Now I take it from these guys every day. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Best of luck. Where you go? Thanks. I almost said something there, Max, yeah. but I wasn't going to say it. Listen, people can't watch every TV show every day, Jay. Sometimes it ta- or Key. Sometimes it takes a little while for people to, you know. No, you know, catch no. Up I'm saying. I'm saying when he said you took it from Stephen and now you t- you said no, I'm taking it from these guys. I almost said well. Think about it. What's the common thing? Jeez. Oh, oh, <laughs> That's what happens, Max, when you coach the number one program in the country. You're pretty much focused on what the hell your team has to achieve. No doubt about it. So we go to Denver next. Hey, phrasing. Hey. How are they reacting in the mile-high city to Aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator becoming the new Broncos' head coach? Is the reigning MVP next that's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, 
your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. There is some breaking news. The Broncos are hiring Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach. Was that the first piece in getting Aaron Rodgers to Denver? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, and we are joined now by Mark Schlereth. You know him from a million different things. Presently, Schlereth and Evans on 104.3, the fan in Denver. Starts. What, in 15 minutes? How, how many minutes is this? Yeah, not even 13 minutes. Good morning. Good morning, fellas, man. It's always great to be with you guys. Yes, that's correct. Stink, what's up, buddy? Stink, you're up early, man. I'm up every morning. I mean, every morning I'm early. I'm driving to work. I'm listening to you guys uh, chop it up. So it's always good. You guys wake me up every morning. It's great. Well, that's good. Denver Bronco fans going to be woke when you start your show in about 12 minutes or so. <laughs> uh what do you expect, though, now that they've had hired Nathaniel Hackett, what do you expect the, the, the wave of fans and the voices of the fans in Denver to be like this morning? Well, you know, I've already just, I just opened up my text line here in the studio, and they're all saying, this better mean Aaron Rodgers is coming here. Rodgers, welcome to Bronco country. We can't wait to get Rodgers. Like, that really becomes, that really becomes, um, you know, the pivotal piece. And, you know, I took a lot of grief last year during the draft when I said, hey, man, they're close to a done deal of getting Rodgers to Denver. And, you know, I was excited. I was on my radio station. I had gotten really good intel on that. And it falls through. And as you know this, you guys played. I mean, guys get bantered about. Guys get, uh, guys get talked about all the time. And there was just a report that uh, there was a, a trade – uh, for Ben Roethlisberger to the San Francisco 49ers, I read this yesterday when um, Mike Singletary was the coach, and he basically vetoed it. So it, it happens all the time. It just doesn't necessarily come to fruition. And I knew that it was—I knew that it was a legitimate report when the Broncos called me. They called me right after I had talked on my radio station during draft night about it. They called me, and when things—you know—things that are being reported aren't true, the Broncos will call me and say. Hey, man, that didn't happen. Hey, man, that's not true. Hey, man, that's, it's not even close. Hey, man, you're getting erroneous information. Hey, man, it does. you know what they called and asked me? They called me. I answered the phone. They said, who told you this? Who's your source? You're hmm. talking to Aaron Rodgers, aren't you? They didn't deny it. They didn't – nothing. They said, like, which leads me to believe that, hey, man, that was – I was right. The information I got was right. And uh, it, obviously it didn't happen, so – We'll see if they can make it happen. I heard you guys driving in this morning with Wood and everybody else on the show. You know, the best place for Aaron Rodgers to win a championship is in Green Bay. But if every time they win 13, 14 games, they get in the playoffs and get bounced, you know, I mean, maybe he doesn't feel like they've got the coaching staff or the organization to get over the hump. I don't know. Um, But it certainly feels like Nathaniel Hackett to Denver means that at least Aaron Rodgers didn't play. So, Mark, give me your inside football expertise here because I hear a lot of people when they talk about Matt LaFleur, they're like, well, he's the one doing the play calling and they're running, you know, a remake of the Kyle Shanahan offense. And now all of a sudden I hear Aaron Rodgers talk about 
how how beautiful of a mind Nathaniel Hackett has. Like, how much was he involved in offense, and how much of that do you think he will be able to translate to what Denver needs if they can get a guy like Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I think that there's a couple of things. One, I think quarterbacks in today's game, you know, have more autonomy than they've ever had in the past. I think one of the things that Aaron Rodgers likes about Nathaniel Hackett, likes about Matt LaFleur, and I talked to him about this, um, having met with him on, on a couple of occasions, or at least one occasion, where where he talked about the fact that, hey, one of the things I like is that, you know, we let the scheme handle things on first and second down. I take over on third down. So it takes some of the pressure of essentially saying, hey, where do I want to go on every play? You know, it takes some of that off your plate. So, you know, it's a, it's a matter of, hey, we just call plays, you know, we call the offense, and then we let Aaron Rodgers do his thing on third down or second down a long critical situation. So I think there's a lot of that that goes into it. I think there's a collaboration that goes into it. I think there's part of this where Aaron Rodgers looks around the league and sees what Tom Brady was able to do leaving the New England Patriots and, and getting a new lease on life going to Tampa. I think he looks at what happened at, at the end of Peyton Manning's career with the neck injury coming into Denver and basically being in control of the offense that he wanted to win and going to two championship games and winning one of them. So I think there's I think there's an allure there to build something. And if you really like Nathaniel Hackett, you like the way his mind works. I haven't met with Nathaniel Hackett. Um, I have with, you know, Matt LaFleur, but uh, I think there is an allure there. And I think there is that, that aspect of, Hey man, I get to, I'm going to get to be run everything that I want to run. This is going to be kind of an extension of me as a quarterback. And I'm going to be a de facto offensive coordinator. Um, We shall see if it happens. I I still think the best place for him to win a championship is right there in green Bay. But um, listen, if he comes to Denver, I'll be doing backflips. Uh, because the quarterbacking situation that we've had for six years has been horrendous. Mark Slayer, Slayer and Evans on 104.3. The fan in Denver is joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Stink. Okay, so you kind of brought it up a little bit, alluded to it, that the best place is Green Bay. Let's just play Debbie Downer, continue for the Denver Broncos mm-hmm. fans. If Aaron Rodgers isn't the quarterback, then who's the quarterback for the Broncos in 2022? Yeah, that well then I think you have to I think you have to scour. You know, is like one, is Russell Wilson going to become available? I don't believe he will become available. I think he stays in Seattle. So then does, you know, Deshaun Watson clear up his legal issues? Does he settle and is he in good standing? How many games does he have to miss? How many, you know, games does he get suspended for? Um, you know, we'll find out about that. Um, is there a way to go get Kirk Cousins? Is there a way to go get uh you know, to go get a guy like Matt Ryan. Is there a way to go get one of those? I think that's the direction based upon where George Payton comes from, the general manager. He comes from Minnesota. He was there for 14 years. He's got a scouting background. He's really big time into the scouting aspect of it. I thought he did a great job, you know, not only in free agency with making a couple of trades, but also in the draft last year, got a lot of production with some young players. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't study it enough to know, but – Everybody that I know studies it says this quarterback class is not all that uh, the last couple of quarterbacks classes were. And you know, as well as I do, one out of every five actually produce. And, you know, so it's just not, it's not one of those, it's not one of those, I guess, if you find one, awesome. But it's really hard to find one. So I think they'll, I think they'll go into the free agent market and see if they can work a trade. Mm. Yeah, they, they, they certainly need to figure out what they're going to do if they want to compete with Patrick Mahomes. In company for Amen. sure. 
Marcus yeah, Lareth, no question, gentlemen. I gotta give I gotta give Aaron Rodgers credit. If he is heading to Denver, it looks that way from where I'm sitting. He's going right into the Lions' den, not looking for the easy way out. Going into into a division with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. You gotta give it to him if that's where he's headed. Yeah, Mark. Hey, he's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Yeah, he ain't scared. Mark Schler, something tells me you're about to have your, yourself some fun on the radio in, what is it, uh, six minutes from now. Thanks for hopping on with us, brother. Anytime, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.